0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Not Just Gym Girls. I am Marissa. And I am Vanessa. And today we are extremely pumped to be bringing you this episode. So it is only fitting that we talk about New Year's goals and New Year's resolutions as today is January 2nd, 2024.
1: So we just wanted to say Happy New Year's to all of you and that if you are listening to this podcast and you are looking to set some New Year's resolutions, maybe you're just getting into your fitness journey, I definitely was here at one point in my fitness journey. I actually started my fitness journey. I was just telling Marissa, and of course she knows, like basically from a New Year's resolution back in like really seriously 2018. So or 2017. So definitely something that makes me so nostalgic about this time of year is just looking at the resolutions and looking at people really set goals for themselves and be able to go into the new year. I think it's such a helpful time after the holidays to really sit down and make new goals for yourself. And a lot of times that does, you know, have people reassessing their health and their fitness and their fitness goals and physique so we're really excited to kind of talk about how to set new year's resolutions so that they are sustainable long term and that they're also enjoyable which i think is super important
0: yeah for sure and just like vanessa said she did it in the correct way where obviously it stuck around for quite some time right she's still doing it to this day enjoys it that sort of thing so the first thing i really really wanted to touch on here is not actually putting so much pressure on yourself, right? And you're probably thinking where well, I so, well, this is pretty contradictory because you always talk about, you know, setting high goals for yourself and setting big goals for yourself. And don't get me wrong. I think you should be setting big goals for yourself. If your goals don't scare you a little bit, I think they're not big enough. Um, but also too, like, do not put so much pressure on yourself to achieve these goals, right? Um, basically kind of like think about it. You still want to aim high, but if you are a beginner in your fitness journey, right? January 1st comes around and you want to start on a fresh foot, right? I get that. I think that's amazing. If you are listening to this and you have a New Year's resolution of getting into the gym, please, please go in there, right? Don't let the, you know, veterans like us, which I don't, it's weird to even consider us veterans, you know, Like, don't let that intimidate you because we want you guys to be there so much. Like, I love seeing, you know, new people in the gym and just, you know, just knowing that, hey, everyone starts somewhere, us included. Like, I totally remember like my first few days in the gym. So that's kind of like side tangent, not really what I was talking about, but that was kind of something I wanted to mention there. So not putting so much pressure on yourself, but still aiming high, right? And I think a lot of times too, when, like I said, you're a beginner and you decide January 1st that you want to start tracking your macros and hitting the gym and drinking your water and, you know... Doing all of these things that maybe you just came from a sedentary lifestyle where you weren't even tracking protein and you haven't worked out in three years, you know, whatever that may be, Hey, ease into things. Right. I think it's so, so powerful. You don't want to burn yourself out where right? a lot of times this happened to me a ton um, before I really was dedicated in my fitness journey. Like I'd be like, okay, great. Like I'm going to start, you know, January 1st and I'm going to do this and this and that. And you, it's like, you get so overwhelmed and you put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect that you end up like burning and fizzing out by like February 1st.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think if a great point with like not letting yourself be like overwhelmed with all the things that you're putting on your plate. I think this is something back when I started my like, you know, New Year's resolution for lack of better terms, I kind of like listened to very similar podcasts to ours and things such as that. And I kind of took that with a grain of salt. And I was like, okay, what can I change in my life right now that won't necessarily Be too hard, for lack of a better term. Like I wasn't trying to like flip all of my habits on their head, and I think that's why I've been able to stick with it for such a long period of time. And I think too, like the pressure of it. Like, did I want to achieve my goals? Absolutely, but you know, not or allowing myself to have a day where I was a little more flexible wouldn't derail the rest of my year. Didn't derail the rest of my fitness journey. And I think that's really important when we're talking about New Year's resolutions. It's like you know, being able to make mindful decisions and aim high, like you said, with your goals and whatever goal that looks like, right? Whether it's you do have a certain physical or you want to run a marathon or you want to do something along those lines, right? Any fitness goal that you have, I think it's important to not let, you know, a win or a loss for a, you know, lack of better term in terms of a day or a certain habit, right? Don't let it, completely make or break you, right? So if you are not able to crush every single variable, it doesn't mean the entire day was a wash, right? There's still things you can look for within that day that can be a win, right? And that can get you closer to that goal. So I always tell like my own personal clients of like, hey, If you are not able to hit all, you know, ten of the variables that we want to you that we want to hit, right? Like you were talking about water, steps, protein, workout, whatever, if we can hit four or five on the day, like that's still a huge win. And I think being able to understand, even if you do hit zero, the next day is a fresh start as well. Yeah, for sure.
0: And I think this, a lot of this stems from like the all or nothing mindset that many, many do really struggle with. And I know because I can talk to that because I struggled with it for so, so long, like just putting myself in like this box of like, okay, you have to be perfect or else, you know, you're going to fail or whatever it may be, whatever narrative you tell yourself, just know that like, that is not true. And just like Vanessa said, a win is a win, no matter if it looks like hitting, you know, maybe three of your non-negotiables that day or six, right? Every single day. It's so cliche, but it's an opportunity to get better and get that one percent better each day
1: yeah 100 percent. new year's resolutions i think a big thing too which you kind of touched on is like that all or nothing and i think within fitness i think it's where we see it probably most commonly just because people do feel like they really need to do like black or white to get be successful and to get to where they want to be and i think what we've definitely preached within our own coaching as well as like what we've learned over the past few years is like there is so much gray in a fitness industry, like in the fitness industry, in, the, in your fitness goals and in the fitness industry within like being able to have a lot of flexibility. But I also do think when you are making goals, like it's important to be clear and concise in what you want to achieve. So, yes, there is a lot of gray area within your fitness goals, but I think there is some certain items that are almost like non-negotiable and that should be super clear when you are looking to be successful. So do you kind of want to talk about that and like what you feel like is a good way to get clear and concise goals?
0: Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of SMART goals, but this is my, you know, business school brain coming out. They talked about this all the time in business school, but um, SMART, so S stands for, it's an acronym, S stands for specific, M stands for measurable, A stands for attainable, R stands for realistic and T stands for timely. So basically it is kind of like how you set goals because for the, for example, right? A great example that we see here, I want to lose weight in the new year. Great. Awesome goal. Now get more specific about it. Set a timeline for yourself because it can be so easy to say, okay, do you want to lose five pounds? Do you want to lose 20 pounds that's a big difference right you know ask yourself okay what is, is it realistic to me if you're a mother of three maybe you don't have five days to be in the gym right maybe only two or three days is manageable for you so really really like being like realistic with your goals but then also to setting time stamps for yourself and that's why i think too setting deadlines for said goals whether it's the end of the year whether it's six months into the year and so forth i think it's so important to like kind of like reassess because a lot of times right if you set these goals in january you don't revisit them until december it's like okay you know have i reached these goals are you starting to get like you know lost within the direction really really being clear and concise and also to being realistic with essentially what you can achieve
1: absolutely i think one of the biggest things about smart goals that i absolutely love is the realistic aspect of it just because i know both of us have heard it before where people will come into coaching or whatever it is even just a conversation and it's like well i want to lose a hundred pounds in two months and i'm like well first of all that's quite literally not possible, but also you want to make sure that when you are setting these goals that you also still have like flexibility and that you can enjoy your life within these parameters, right? Because if you are being very intense within your, even if it's not weight loss, but any fitness goal, right? And it's all consuming, it's not going to be enjoyable and therefore it's not going to be sustainable. The whole point of a new year's resolution, in my opinion, is for it to be a long-term lifestyle change. And I think when you look at it such as that, first of all, it becomes a lot more like, not less scary and a lot more manageable. And also it becomes a lot more realistic, right? Like we were talking about. I also think within the timely aspect of the smart goal, once there's not like that super structured like deadline of like, okay, by March 1st, I have to be down a hundred pounds, right? But what if we extend that timeline and it's like, okay, I want to lose a hundred pounds over the next, you know, two years of my life. And that almost like takes some pressure off you to not be so Like hyper focused on that goal. Also, too, with SMART goals, I think, like I mentioned earlier, the realistic portion of it and the sustainability of it is so important within fitness because people really turn to extremes within fitness and they turn to these very unsustainable practices, which is why they think that New Year's resolutions don't work or that this fitness program or coach, whatever, doesn't work because. It's just too intense for too long and burnout is a very real thing in every aspect of life. We have an entire podcast of burnout and I think it's really prevalent at this time of year because right now it's January 2nd, like we said. This is when people are really, really like, almost like pedal to the metal, too intense. And then they end up letting off the gas a little bit and then it ends up kind of just falling off completely.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's so funny because I had that exact like word in my head of like, yes, gas pedal, right? Like people are like all gas, no brakes right now with like, they have new year's resolutions, right? They want to be on top of it. Their motivation is so, so high. And you want to be able to maintain that. You want to be able to like, essentially, what's the word I'm looking for? Like Maintain I, the rhythm is not really the word I'm looking the for. The intensity, but like, almost yeah, like, like yeah, maintain the rhythm and the intensity for like the rest of the year. And I think that's why too. Just like Vanessa said, it has to be something that's sustainable. It has to be something that's enjoyable. There are so many times too where we have to have very honest conversations with clients and say hey, like this is something that's going to take you a lot longer to achieve than you may think, right? Are you in it for the long haul? Great. This is all the things that we can do together. If you're in it for a quick fix, you're probably not going to be super duper happy, right? Because a lot of times, at least I know in my cases, we have to go through a reverse dieting phase. We have to increase calories. We have to get your metabolism in a good spot. A lot of times, lots of women are coming in with, you know, downregulated biofeedback with energy, digestion, strength, all those things. And we have to kind of backpedal and do the work, but you're going to thank yourself so much later on. I think that is so, so important for kind of what we're talking about here.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. I think a big thing that we see within our coaching is like, sometimes it looks like taking one step back, take 10 steps forward. And I think for some people, especially if they are trying to be like in a new year's resolution mindset and they're like, well, I want to diet, but like, they're not in a good spot to diet maybe your new, your new year's resolution looks different. And maybe it's about like getting your internal health in a better spot. Maybe it's about getting your metabolism in a better spot, digestion in a better spot. Like there is so many other resolutions besides fat loss. And I definitely want to touch on that too, because there are so many other ways about to go about fitness and to go about your fitness goals other than losing body fat. And I think this is something I want to talk about because after the holidays, people, you know, they indulge and they, you know, drink alcohol, eat things that maybe they're not used to, whatever it may be. And then it's always like, well, I feel like I need to compensate. And I feel like I need to go on the other side. And you can have fitness goals that are not fat loss in the new year. And I think that needs to just be like a PSA out there because I have – personally seen this past like two weeks, I would say within social media, like everybody talking about fat loss in the new year, fat loss in the new year. And although it can be like a good time to really hone in on your goals, like I said, I do think it needs to be a little bit more broad because there are so many fitness goals you can reach. Like I mentioned earlier, running a marathon, getting your internal health in check, building muscle, reverse dieting, like there's so many other ways to go about it. So please, like if your new year's resolution is to do one of those things, like that's incredible. And I really, really hope and know you'll be successful.
0: Yeah. And transparently too, like that is one of my big goals. I know I've talked about this so many times in the podcast, but that is my biggest goal for this year. And it's going to happen this year. I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it out there is to Event, essentially just get like my internal health and my hormones where they need to be. Um, and that's like one of my goals. And you know, it has been for quite some time, but body composition changes are like on the back burner for me, truthfully. Um, and I'm okay with that because I know too that like, Hey, those will come in due time. As long as I put in the work now to get my internal health healthy, I'm going to thank myself so much down the road. But like, it's, you know, kind of personal, but that is definitely something that. I want to touch on kind of just like piggybacking off what Vanessa said does not have to be fat loss. Although yes, everyone is talking about fat loss in the new year. It doesn't have to be that way.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And I love the transparency that you have within your like health journey, just because like, I know it's a challenging thing and it is something that within focusing on your health and focusing on these other aspects like I touched on, like it can be frustrating when you do like go on social media or you're saying everyone do a certain thing and you're like, well, why can't I do that? I'm like, it, it is frustrating, right? To a certain degree. But I just want to talk about that because I don't want this podcast to sound like we're only talking about fat loss, even though that is a big focus of it. So within that too, something else I want to talk about with New Year's resolutions and just something that I think I would have told myself is just like outsourcing for help is there's nothing wrong with outsourcing for help, even if you don't hire a coach, but just like being educated on like podcasts and like YouTube videos, just even Instagram, like who you follow can be a make or break. And I just talked to a client earlier about this today, which is why it's on my mind, but being able to like really be knowledgeable, not knowledgeable, but be mindful of what you're taking in, like knowledge-wise and just really following accounts and following people's journeys that inspire you can be so helpful for New Year's resolution. I know for myself, when I was, you know, going through it, going through my initial new year's resolution fitness journey the people that i watch on instagram and the people that i outsourced for help at the time like they were so helpful for my honesty success like they're a huge reason why i stuck with it long term because i was able to see like the highs and the lows of their journey and i was able to like follow along and it was so helpful and they were able to put out great knowledge and that's really seriously like such a big part of why i was sustainable long term
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that too. And this also, too, just goes to show like, not only for fitness related, obviously, we are fitness coaches. So, this is a lot of what we talk about, but like, outsourcing if you need help with financials, right? Outsourcing if you need help with the relationships, outsourcing to therapy, right? Outsourcing all of these, like, different things. It is totally okay, like Vanessa said, to ask for help. Like, right, you're not alone in this. If you knew all of the answers, you'd probably be farther along by now, right? So would we. Us too, yeah. But (laughs) we don't, right? And that's why, too, you outsource for help. And I think that is so important. And I kind I wanted to circle back on like how you can make these like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm like talking before I even think of what I'm trying to say. Um, how you can kind of just like continuously remind yourself of your goals like throughout the year. Right. Vanessa knows she's heard it from me. No joke. 50 times in the past, like two weeks, vision boards. I am a huge vision board person. I'm upset because our vision board date got canceled because I got sick last minute, but she was ready. She had the magazines cut off. She was ready. I was ready. She was ready. I was so <laughs> ready. It's okay. We're gonna, we're still gonna do it. As long as it's done within like the first two weeks of January. That's it's, so good. It's alright. Yeah, but I freaking love a vision board. I started doing this two years ago. Um, I would actually create them on Canva first and foremost, which is like a, like a graphics, like editing type of like app platform, which I love. I started creating them on Canva and then making them my screensaver. No joke. Ever since I've done that, almost every single thing has been accomplished on those vision boards and like call me woo woo. But like that manifesting manifestation thing is so real. Also do it's like you're opening your phone every single day and you're seeing it multiple times a day, multiple times a day. You're consistently being reminded of your goals. And I love it. I just choose images that like I want to accomplish and I want to achieve and I make it happen. So, you know, obviously I'm doing both this year. I'm doing one like big vision board to have in my office, and then I'm doing another one to have on my phone. Um, But I like those for just like consistently and like continuously reminding yourself. And something I started doing last year was making a smaller vision board for each and every month of different things I wanted to accomplish throughout the month, which is not, I can't take credit for that. I heard it on the podcast, but
1: still, still doing it. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, you're definitely a big, big vision board person. So she's going to put me on, she's going to put me on this uh, coming year. I haven't specifically done a vision board. I'm more so of like a write your goals down type person in terms of New Year's, like not just like resolutions, but like just New Year's goals in general. So like dating back to, I think 2019, I have like a notes, uh, I use my notes app on my phone like religiously, like all the time, like So many notes in there. So I have notes dating back from like 2018 and 2019, like those New Year's resolutions. So I've like just wrote down my goals for each year and same situation, like a lot of them have come true and it's, it's really, really cool to see. And it's really rewarding too, especially when you do like write it down, it becomes more real, I think. And it becomes like, once you put it out into the universe, like again, calls woo woo, but once you put it out into the universe, like I truly do believe it's like so much more likely to happen. And you're also way more likely to take the steps that you need in order to reach those goals. Like it's really, really easy to like quote unquote forget or just like not take action on things that almost just stay in your head. So if you have a certain desire to do a certain thing, then it's way easier to let those goals fall to the wayside and really never start to take action on those goals, right? They kind of just like almost stay in your head and they're never put into fruition.
0: Yeah, for sure. And kind of like in the same token too, this is something I've heard recently, but others choosing a word to kind of like embody that year, right? And for instance, like my word for this year is alignment because I wouldn't be in alignment with every single thing that I do this year, right? Alignment for my personal growth, you know, my financial health, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z. It is something that I saw a few years ago and I just really love the idea of having that word that you are constantly like seeking and looking to and being able to embody on a day-to-day. I think it's a really helpful
1: thing to have that word that you want to essentially like almost live by each day like you're kind of living in alignment each day. I think for myself the word that I would choose is like evolve fun fact it's actually tattooed on me um but yeah I think like just Constant involvement within life within almost like the same thing right like personal life fitness wise business wise financially like just evolving and just becoming more of the person that I want to be like almost like you had said being in alignment and just like evolving into the person I want to be. So I love that. And I think too, like being able to do these things, whatever it is, a vision board, whether it's choosing your word of the year, whether it's doing, you know, writing your goals down, just just doing something to like hold yourself accountable, even just telling somebody. I think that can go so far. Like I tell Marissa all of my goals. Marissa tells me most of her goals, if not all of her goals. So I think it's something like just having somebody to hold you accountable and having somebody to be like, hey, how's X, Y, and Z going? Hey, how are you doing with this? How are you doing with that? Like it just almost makes it even more realistic thick and more honestly likely to happen.
0: And this is something that I just thought of too. If you guys feel inclined to do so, you know, share this on your Instagram page, just send us a message, let us know what your words are for 2024. I love that. I would absolutely love to hear them. And we would, we both would.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you guys do decide to, please tag us in it and tell us your word. Like we would really appreciate it. And we would definitely love some like inspiration and just to see what's important to you guys coming into this year. I think 2024, I think we both agree, has a really good feeling about it. So we're really, really excited for the year. And we would love to kind of see the goals next expectations that you guys are kind of fulfilling for yourselves and what your word is and what's important to you this year
0: yeah for sure and just a friendly reminder right don't put too much pressure on yourself like aim high but also to you know be realistic and if you guys you know ever need any assistance you can always reach out to us our messages are always open if you just want to talk through some of your goals or chat with us about ours Um, we'd be more than happy to always answer
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please like and review our podcast, tag us in your stories. We're looking forward to hearing about all your words for the year. Thank you guys so much. We're so looking forward to another year of Not Just Gym Girls. And we're so excited to bring you guys the best podcast this year. And really just to be evolving into a podcast and living in alignment in a way that we are very excited to share with you guys. So thank you guys so much. We're looking forward to this year and we hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll see you guys next week.